We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you beautiful soul and my fabulous friend. Thank you for saying yes and being part of this conversation today. So do you feel a sense of inner innocence and do you know you're created by love, with love, and for love? Or do you struggle with a sense of guilt and shame and like maybe something's wrong with you that you can't quite put your finger on? Well, my intention today is to have a conversation that opens your mind and heart to not just the possibility, but the fact that you are the child in whom God is well pleased and that you are unconditionally adored by a benevolent creator who truly wants for your peace, joy, and happiness. Here to have this very important conversation is my wise and wonderful guest and expert, Jeffrey Doherty. I was on his show a couple of weeks ago and enjoyed our conversation so much, I invited him to be on Journey to Center to share his insight and wisdom with you and me here today. Jeffrey is a Bible college graduate and former 20-year licensed minister who became convinced that the original message of the Christ had been co-opted into a fear and guilt-based system of control. He has since devoted his life to searching both biblical and parabiblical sources to discover and proclaim the fullness of the original liberating message of the Christ and the truth with a capital T. He is a speaker author of 14 books, Exorcist, Spiritual Coast, frequent guest on Coast to Coast AM, and has nearly a thousand videos posted to his YouTube channel and thousands and thousands of devoted followers. So Jeffrey, thank you for saying yes and being on Empower Radio with us here today. Dr. Tammy, it's my pleasure. It seems like it was just yesterday that we were able to speak and I've been reading Manifesting Love in the meantime, and I just want to salute you for your Great work for a world full of needy people. I appreciate the salute, and I salute you right back. So, so happy to be picking your brain a little bit because I did most of the talking on our last show. So I'd just like to start with this little question right here. Can you give us a little bit of your backstory and how you came to be doing what you're doing? That is a, a quite an interesting story. As you said, I was you know Bible college graduate, uh, a full-time minister with three of the largest uh, Pentecostal Protestant organizations in the world. And for about you know, five or six years, I was quite happy. Things were going along quite well, quite swimmingly. And then I began to notice as I got deeper into studying, not what I had been taught, you know, not what other people had showed me, but when I got into studying and breaking down the actual uh, Bible itself, I began to notice that at least in my opinion, there was a widening gulf the more I studied between the message of big time religion, which typically is centered on the fact that we're a sinner, we need salvation, there's only one savior, lots of rules, lots of guilt, lots of you know pain, lots of heartache. There was a big gulf between that message and the actual message that the Christ himself shared with us while he was here on planet Earth. So that became increasingly difficult for me to balance and increasingly difficult for me to keep in the in the same box so to speak so finally i decided that i had to leave the box 
that uh, big time religion had drawn around me and in the box that it, I guess, draws around itself and move into a place where there was more, what I felt, an emphasis on the message of the Christ and not the message of big time religion. So it's been an interesting journey. And here I am, you know, some 35 years later. And it's funny because when I was following the Bible 100%, thought every jot, every tittle, every promise in the book was mine. I wasn't nearly as good a guy or nearly as devoted to the Christ as I am today, where I estimate, oh, maybe 30% of it's genuine, 70% of it might be from uh, some other sources. So there you go in a, in a very small nutshell. I do find this all so fascinating. And, you know, for me, I've tried repeatedly to read the Bible. I have gone to church and something about it just never sat right with me. And I find myself having conversations with people that are deeply into religion. And and what I do is always boil it down to the simple things that Christ said. Um, Love your neighbor as yourself. These things in greater will you do. The kingdom of heaven is within. And I just keep coming back to these very simple, clear, clean nuggets of and pearls of wisdom. And, and that's what I base my life on. That's my true north and touchstone. So where are you with everything right now? What are your thoughts about the Bible and the message of Christ and, and just the entirety of the message of the Bible? Well, Dr. Tammy, I think you hit the nail right on the proverbial head when you talked about the Christ saying, love your neighbor as yourself. And that really was his central message. What I did is mm-hmm. I said, okay, I know what the Bible says. I've heard the gospel about Christ, but what was the gospel of Christ? What did he himself actually say? And what you read in the Bible over and over again is that Christ went preaching the kingdom of God. And the very central message of that kingdom message is the kingdom of God is in you. And that is so central to the whole idea of love your neighbor as you love yourself. Because obviously, if you're going to love your neighbor, you have to love yourself. It's impossible to do something the second part of something, if you're not doing the first part of it. And Christ mm-hmm. said, those are the two big things, love yourself, love your neighbor as yourself. And think about it in this way, it became so simple to me. If you really believe, as religion teaches you, that you're born with original sin, you're basically bad, you're basically dirty, you're basically flawed, it becomes very difficult to love yourself. Why am I loving something dirty, flawed? Why am I loving something that's filled with sin? And also, Tammy, if you can't love yourself because you're full of sin and you're looking at your neighbors and you know they're full of sin, too, it really messes up the whole paradigm. But if you listen strictly to what the Christ said, he said, look, the kingdom of God is in you. That means there's a spark of divinity in me. That means the kingdom's in me. And that, Tammy, is very easy to embrace and to love and to grow and to feel good about. And as you look at yourself, knowing that you're full of the kingdom, that you're full of the spirit of the Christ. As I look at my neighbor, I don't look at them anymore with suspicion because I know they're filled with original sin and I know I got to watch them because I know they're going to be bad sooner or later. Now I can look at my neighbor and say, hey, you know what? Just like me, I have the spark of divinity within. They've got the spark of divinity within. So it changes your whole paradigm. Not only are you looking at yourself expecting something good and not waiting for something bad, you're looking at your neighbor expecting something good not waiting for something bad. And it changes that whole paradigm from a us versus them to a there is no them, only us paradigm. And I think that's where true power, true spirituality, and true growth really manifest from. 
I agree completely. I'm a wash and goosebumps, Jeffrey. <laughs> I so appreciate everything you're saying <laughs> and the way you're saying it. It's it's another way of saying truth, you know. And I and I I love your presentation and how you articulate um, your wisdom. And I find this conversation so important and compelling. And to me, what you're saying it 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 really does boil down to this: What is the foundation that you're building your life upon? Is it fear? Is it love? Is it guilt and shame or is it worthiness, faith, and unconditional love? What is that absolute utter foundation that you're building your life on, your dream house on? Is it on sand or is it on a rock? Absolutely. I believe that, you know, 100%. And my thought just flew out of my mind. But it is so important because that really is the basis of everything. And that is the basis of your life. And are you going to live a life that is based in a love and a nurturing frequency or are you going to live a life that's based in a fear and a guilt and a suspicion paradigm it's Mm -hmm. up to you and Mm -hmm. that's what i wanted to say is i'm not here to tell anybody what they should believe i believe that everyone has the right to believe what they choose to believe i also believe that everyone has a right to as much information possible so that they can make for themselves a fully informed decision and i see myself as a person bringing out all the message and bringing out both sides. I think there's a Christ side in the Bible and there's a religion, Pauline religion sign on the side of the Bible. So if I can get you all the information and you'll really look at it and consider it, whatever choice you make, I support Mm -hmm. and I respect. And I just hope that you'll actually do the investigation and come up with what's best for you and what's best for us all collectively. Yeah, I say that all the time. Cherry pick, take what works for you and leave the rest, you know, just like. Absolutely. Gather it all. What resonates as true for you? And um, people have said that to me in regards to the Bible. You cherry pick. You can't do that. You have to take it all or nothing. And I'm like, "Mm, I like cherry picking. It works for me. And I think (laughs) we should do that. I think it's a responsible way of being. I think we're all wired a little bit differently. Our essence is the same, but we're wired differently. And we think different. We look different. We are different. And I think that's part of God's plan. You know, if he wanted us to be exactly the same, like Canadian geese, he could have created us like that. But we are supposed to explore and experience our own um, individual, unique um, aspect of the divine that we are. But if we boil us down, we're the same stuff. We're star stuff. We're love. Absolutely. And I think, unfortunately, with the way that we've been conditioned as a culture, you know, really for about 2,000 years, but at least for our lifetimes, you know, we're conditioned to believe one thing, and this is true, this is real, this is all there is, and it's, this is the only choice you have. And it's difficult for people to trust themselves. You know, we've got everything that religious tells us and the religious leaders tell us, and the, you know, the popes, the priests, the pastors, and I'm sure many of them are very good people. But at the end of the day, we have to be responsible for our own lives. And I do it because someone else told me to do it, or I do it because someone else says this is the right way. Whatever you believe, at the end of the day, that's not the best modality for you to be operating in. Find what you truly believe. Journey to your true center and find it and embrace it. And don't stop short by just accepting what someone is telling you to do. I love what you're saying. And it's sort of like, Yeah, the gatekeepers don't need to be in charge or control of our destiny. I see that like with what's going on um, with your YouTube channel. We don't have to wait for somebody to give us permission to speak. We don't have to bow to another human being in order to um, earn our way 
to, to get to God. We can sit down and we can tap into incredible love and wisdom within the very center of ourselves. As Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within. So why are we trying to run around and find it outside of ourselves? Somebody else to give us the truth or give us the approval or say, okay, you're worthy. When we can sit down and receive that in the very sacred center of ourselves. And we talked about this on your show a little bit. Prayer is speaking to God. Meditation is listening, listening. So we all have that potential and, and capacity, and I think ultimately it should be our responsibility. I think you're absolutely right, Dr. Tammy. And what came to my mind is, as you were talking was you know, a passage in the, the scriptures that says, be still mm-hmm. and know that I am God. And we could extrapolate that a little bit, I think, if people are between and betwixt on this issue and wondering what's right for them and what they should think and what they should believe. I would suggest that they take some time and be still, be quiet. And in doing that and in practicing that discipline of meditation or just listening, you'll come to the place where you will know what is God. You will hear that I am and you will be able to say, oh, I was still. And now I know what is God, who is God, where is God. And it'll be a, a place, you'll be coming from a place of personal revelation, a place of enlightenment versus a place of indoctrination. Ah, I have goosebumps again. I love that. Enlightenment. <laughs> it, 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 and it's true. And, and when I struggled so much with anxiety and depression, and I was running around reading books and going to church and, and going to classes, I really suffered. And it, it, I was seeking truth. And I was on all kinds of prescription medications to, to alleviate anxiety and, and nothing worked. And I kept hearing over and over, meditation, meditation, meditation. And, and it was hard. It was hard to sit down and, and just relax and get peaceful. And, and now I, I can't live without it. Yesterday I missed my meditation and I was, I was a mess all day. I was totally off track. I really um, long for and am so nurtured by just sitting in the stillness and the peace and, and really making that relationship with the divine a priority. And when I do that, my life works. And when I don't, it doesn't. I, I hear you. And, the, you know, something that the Christ said always resonates very deeply with me. He said, peace I leave with you, and not peace as the world gives, but a peace that passes all understanding. All understanding. And for me, mm-hmm. yeah, that's become a little bit of a litmus test. If, if what am I, is what I'm doing bringing me peace that passes all understanding? Is what I'm hearing bringing me peace that passes all understanding? Mm-hmm. Is what I'm experiencing bringing me peace? Is this relationship I'm in bringing me peace? Is this job I'm in bringing me peace? And if you strive for and align yourself with the things that bring you not only an okay peace, but that peace that passes all understanding, (laughs) if that would be our standard, if that would be what we would reach for, wow, not only would we be transformed, (laughs) but when we're transformed, everybody is transformed by the brilliant synergy that aligns itself as we all start stepping into that true peace that passes understanding in our each and individual lives. And it just multiplies exponentially to us as a, as a whole. I love that so much. I don't want just okay peace. I want deep peace. (laughs) Absolutely. And in this world, crazy world, almost any peace is something to be grabbed onto, (laughs) but let us be people that are, are strong enough and bold enough not to just settle for okay peace, but to press into that, perfect peace that passes all understanding. What a world we could make, huh, Dr. Tammy? 
That's so true, Jeffrey. And really, you know, I, I, I sense that's what's going on for me. It's to be able to just like grow my roots so deep that I'm in this profound peace. So if we wait for the world to be peaceful so we can be peaceful, it's probably never going to happen. That's probably a, a certainty as we look around this world. And that's one of the nice things about it. You talked about before having your foundation on sand or having your foundation on a rock. And if you're on that piece that passes all understanding, that's a rock that no matter what winds blow in the world, no matter what floods come, no matter what's going on in our external world, if we're tuned into that piece that passes all understanding, if we're tuned into that internal kingdom within, if we're tuned into those words of the Christ, you know, come what may, we have a rock that will stand. And that doesn't mean everything's going to be unicorns and rainbows and super nice all the time. We are still going to have some challenges in our life, but we don't, it becomes challenges become stepping stones and challenges become things that make us better. And it, it doesn't have to take us under anymore. When someone says I'm doing good under the circumstances, I always want to ask them, why are you under the circumstances? You're meant to be above <laughs> the circumstances. <laughs> I say things like that, too. It's like, I don't want to live below the cloud line. I want to be above the cloud line. I can observe the weather, but not be um, destroyed by the weather. Because, you know, as you mentioned, there's, well, I believe in unicorns, unicorns and rainbows, but there's going to be storms and there's going to be chaos. That's the natural um, reality of being in this place of separation and um, away from God. We are, we're in a planet of duality, free will, and choice. So what do we choose? For me, I want to keep my eyes singularly focused on the divine and bring heaven to earth and bring peace to this this place of, of storms and weather and chaos. And I do want to be um, that peaceful presence in, um, in the face of adversity and storms. And I feel like my roots are going deeper. And sometimes that is what um, inspires us to really strengthen in our faith and our peace and our um, power is is in those times of chaos and frustration and challenges where we just meditate and our, our roots do go deeper and our branches do go higher and we um, create that more aligned, authentic relationship with the divine. And I think everything we want comes from that. I, I agree with you 100%. And you know, I like the way that you said you do believe in unicorns and rainbows. And you know, I kind of <laughs> live in that world too. And the reality is that we can have a world of unicorns and rainbows. And every now and then, even though you're riding a, a beautiful unicorn, every now and then he's going to buck. <laughs> and you got to <laughs> hold on tight sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, because again, you know, it's planet Earth. It's free will and choice. It's duality. And so there is going to be shadow and there is going to be, you know, challenges and chaos. But I do believe Again, at the center of ourselves is that place and that alignment, and that connection. We just need to keep um, remembering that and making that relationship a priority. Absolutely. And peace really is, I think, that perfect peace that passes all understanding. If we can make that our rock, if we can make that you know, our central point, if we can make yes. that the star that we always are headed towards, it doesn't matter what's going on. You know, in the good times, it just gets better and better. In the bad times, you know, it sustains us. And if we can just find that place of peace and find that place of goodness within ourselves, try to look past all the things that want to tell you how bad you are and flawed you are and, and ruined you are. Find that place of peace.
peace and goodness within you. Find that place of peace and goodness within your neighbors. And before you know it, we'll all be riding unicorns together into the sunset. (laughs) My idea of heaven on earth. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. So, Jeffrey, I'm really interested in this. Do you consider yourself a Christian at this point in your life? You know, at this point in my life, I do everything I can, Dr. Tammy, to resist labels. Yes. Um, if somebody pushed me into a corner and made me say, I would probably say I'm a follower of the Christ, ah, but I try to reject that. label of any ism or anatia of any kind. So, yeah, this is something I've I've had experiences or challenge with because it's like people want to put a label on me and they, they're like, are you a Christian? Have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? And I'm like, you know what? Christ is my guru. So it's like my Christian friends say I'm not Christian, or my non-Christian friends say I am a Christian, and I'm like, I guess you just can't put me in a box. When I meditate, You're stuck I in the middle again. <laughs> I'm stuck in the middle again, and uh, I kind of like where I'm at. It works for me. I feel like when I meditate and I listen, it's often I think Christ's words and and wisdom that I I hear. You know, I'm not really listening. I mean. I, I don't hear Buddha speaking as much, although I love his teachings. I feel like Christ is my is my guru. He is my teacher, but I don't really call myself a Christian. So I was just curious about where you are with that. It sounds like we're on the same page. <laughs> well, Doctor Tammy, if you can, act, if everybody can get to the place where they can say, like you just said, "I'm at a good place and it works for me," then my work here is done. <laughs> It's so funny. I got a, a message on Facebook the other day saying that I was way off track and this guy wanted to save my soul. He ended up being like LDS. And, and I was like, you know, my way is working for me. And he's like, but does it work for the true deity? And I'm like, mm, yeah, I think so. And in the past, I think, I, think so. I, I, I think so. I mean, it, it feels good. It feels right. And he goes, well, feeling good isn't really the point. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to have this conversation with you. So I am um, going to unfriend you now. <laughs> <laughs> I used to argue and defend, and I don't feel like that's really, I'm, I'd rather just hang out with my friends and live in that space of um, of love and appreciation and respect for our um, ideas, be it, they, be it they, they are the same or they are different, you know? It's just a really respect and enjoying um, each of us as individuals. Absolutely. You only have so much energy, use it wisely. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I say everything's allowed, but we get to choose who we play with. Exactly right. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's an honor to be with you again. It's always a, a privilege. And I love having conversations with you and dancing with you. And I hope we get to continue at some point. I'd love to get you back on the show. And um, I love that you're reading my book and, and um, anything I can do to support you on your journey in manifesting love, because I think you're an incredible man. And I would love to see you manifest your divinely sanctified partner. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And I, I'm looking forward to that. And I'd love to come back with you anytime, <laughs> Dr. Tammy. So, Jeffrey, I know you got this very well populated YouTube channel. How can people get a hold of you, listen to more of your wisdom, connect, ask questions? How can they dance with you? The easiest thing, Dr. Tammy, is just go to YouTube, put in Jeffrey Darty YouTube or put in Christian Whistleblower YouTube. My website's linked up there. You can find everything about me there. It's really a one-stop shop and it's put together rather well. So just go to YouTube, look for Jeffrey Darty or Christian Whistleblower and you'll find 
Probably more than you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Okay, we have a couple minutes here. Um, what is a final message you'd like to leave with me and Remy and our listeners at Empower Radio? I think the, the, the final message that I always like to leave with people is if you don't hear anything else I say or if you don't think anything else I say has any worth, think about this. Think about not the gospel about Christ, but what was the gospel of Christ. Mm-hmm. Go to your Bible. Look and see where he said the kingdom of God is in you and find that spark of divinity that's within you, not the original sin that you've been told. And begin to explore that and expand that and then see how it works when your neighbor has the same thing. See if that paradigm doesn't change your world. Just try it for a little while on for size and see if it works Mm -hmm. for you. Just as an experiment, be like a spiritual scientist. Just check it out. Absolutely. Great. Keep it. If it doesn't, try the next thing. I think that's profound wisdom. And that very thing that you suggested, I did. And it transformed my entire life for the not just better, but the much, much better. Now I've got the goosebumps. Mm, I love mutual goosebumps. God bumps. That's what I like to call them. So it's my incredible friends. I'm so grateful for your presence in my life. I love having these conversations with Jeffrey and my other wise and wonderful experts. But what makes it really special is that you are participating and that you are part of the energy that is Journey to Center on Empower Radio. I would love to hear from you. TammyBPhD.com, TammyBPhD at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. I just want to be in relationship with you. God bless you. You're in my heart. Meditation and prayers onward and upward. Bye for now.